0: All right, so today I have Mark Gould on the line. He is the co-founder and CEO over at Meraki Pacific. Uh, Mark, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having
0: me. Good to be here. So I'm excited to get into I mean a lot of people in the field of uh real estate, development, a lot of different um uh branches of that of that industry listen to the show and I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Meraki Pacific, um and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, uh let's just start with your background. How did you get started as an entrepreneur?
1: Oh wow. Well, uh that that obviously is, can be
0: a loaded question here.
1: I um it all started Kind of coming out of high school, I uh, my grandparents had set up some funds for myself to go to college, and I, I took a look at that money and look at the path in which I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. And at that time, I was kind of a starry-eyed musician. I'd studied studied music my whole life, and I was like, you know, I could I could take this and go to college. I don't really know what I want to do, or I could start my own record label, my own band, and, and, you know, put some money into it, invest in myself, study with some pretty high-end musicians, learn the business, and get going, and uh, that's what I did, and um, it took about a year, and I signed my first record, big record deal early on uh, when I was 19, um, and then from there, just kind of went, and so that took me about six years traveling around the world, putting out albums, uh, making music. Um, and then everything kind of crashed in the music business around 2005, and so I had taken all that money that we had made and then invested and just decided to start a label and do it ourselves because I had seen the, the business model and, and how to get the financing and, and how to apply all that and kind of take it on from there, and and then pushed that through for a few more years and then kind of dabbled in a little bit of songwriting, producing, opened up a couple studios and um, tried to bring in more clientele, do the writing for larger artists and kind of went along that path for a while. Um, And then it all shifted about six years ago when I wanted to get out of that business and transition. And one of my buddies had um, some properties, he had started a development company Um, and just needed some help. He needed somebody who would get out there and and make things happen, to talk to people. Um, I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about real estate. I knew a lot about how to run a business. Um, I kind of knew some finance, and so it was like one of those situations where I just grabbed a bunch of books, talked to a bunch of people, started meeting with a bunch of friends of mine that I knew were in the business, stay up till 3 in the morning reading a bunch of finance stuff, learning about investment, learning about real estate, and then just – Before I knew it, a year or two had passed, and I took over the business and started building it um, and was able to capitalize through some land flips and other kind of small builds to jump into ground-up development of apartment buildings in North Park, and then that was a couple years of that, and then... Sometimes when you go into business with your good friends, things don't always turn out the best, but we, we ended, at, you know, in a, in a good light and decided to go our own ways. And then that's when I kind of decided to go off on my own. And, um, my current business partner who we launched Meraki Pacific about a year ago, uh, well started the process within the last year. And then really just in the last couple of months, um, took the path down with Meraki Pacific and, and now doing that. So, That was just a brief touch on my background.
0: Well, first off, um, it sounds like your life was much more interesting than mine growing <laughs> up. I, here goes my story. I was a financial advisor. It started when I was 16 working at my first uh, brokerage firm. I'm like, and then I and then I was in that profession ever since until a couple of years ago when I started the media company. <laughs> but that being Thanks. said, I'm like, whoa, whoa, gosh, you were traveling the world, you know, all these other things. I'm like, man. Uh, gosh, well, I guess I had some, uh, um, different influences at that point <laughs> and no, and no musical talent. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Well, we uh, all got our own
1: stuff, you know, we to yes, find our ways <laughs>
0: So, so that being said, um, what I really like about your story was that, uh, you're basically self-taught through mentorship and, um, and right. also through, and through also, uh, working um you know actually hands on and why that's important right. to me and what what I think so interesting about that is that there's a lot of people listening to this who have maybe had dreams of going into real estate or other professions um that they didn't have really much experience in prior to getting uh prior to getting their feet wet. Um you you touched on a couple of things. So you did touch on, okay, you did a lot of reading, you and you did some um and you did and you you definitely interviewed some people slash um sought out some people that had done it. Um aside Not from mentors. those two things exactly aside from those two things, so let's go a little bit deeper. Um, what? How did that process look for you? Um, just to give an idea, so that the um, the people listening yeah. they can say if they're going to go down that process, what well, what are they in for? Um, the process was pure fear. I
1: think. I mean, you kind of have those moments in life that you like. You can go one or two ways, and you have to make some serious choices about who you are and who you're going to become and and the habits that you form and really what you want to grow and build for yourself. And I'll tell you, as a musician, you're faced with extreme adversity on the daily when you tell people that I'm a musician. They assume that you're just a broke kid that lives in this band. And so that was always extremely offensive to me for somebody who, like, went out and built uh, my own little empire at the time. And I, you know, when I decided to get into this, it was more or less – I. I spent years kind of selling myself on the dream for music and I was able to be somewhat successful, but ultimately I had to live on that dream. And so what changed my mind was I was tired of like trying to sell myself, which the monetary value of that is, is not very great, but now turning that into trying to like, okay, how can I better myself to sell what I do to other people to bring that in? And I guess, you know, it's out of the fear of, of failure and, and out of a lot of failure. I, I failed many times in my life and, and I you know, it's it's not easy to pick up the phone and call people that you haven't talked to in years that are like your uncle's friend, brother, that someone's like, You should talk to this person and like picking up that first making that first phone call is always hard to like, Hey, hi, my name's Mark. I'm I'm friends with so and so and uh, you know, I'm I'm and I was surprised at the, the reception that I got. I was surprised at the responses. I was surprised at how many people were like willing to mentor me and willing to help. And I, I think that was a direct reflection of my ambition to learn. I I think that people are really, really receptive to ambitious, inspiring people. And if you show that you have a drive and people's time isn't gonna be wasted, then they feel that they, they create some value in themselves by helping. And, and I think we all kind of owe it to ourselves to also mentor and, and pass that along because, you know, that's, that's a, it's, a, it's a hard thing to overcome and for anyone out there that, you know, I mean, shoot, I feel every day, like I'm still just starting, you know, and I think anyone out there who, who wants to take a change or take a leap or anything, it's like, Put the faith in yourself first and better yourself first. It, it's got to start with you. It's got to start with understanding that, like, I have a responsibility to myself to to strengthen my abilities, strengthen my habits. And then that'll be a reflection of what's given back to me when I go out there.
0: Mm, great stuff. Um, let's switch it up a bit. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about Meraki um, Pacific. So you, you did touch on it, but um, what kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them with right now? What are you up to? Yeah. So
1: we specialize in, um, development, ground up development, development management. And so at the moment, uh, we just launched this, um, within, like I said, last year. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so having our own development is what we're, what we're really honing in on at the moment. We also have clients where we're doing build the suits, um, retail ground up. Um, we're helping, basically developers who have too much on their plate and acting as their owner's rep and, and doing development management. So we're acting as a developer. So out-of-state developers and some in-state that just have too many projects. And and through our reputation, um, my business partner, Bree, Bree Wong and myself, um, you know, through the people and the network we have, They're coming to us and saying, hey, can you help us with this? Just here's the project. Um, This is what we want and ready, set, go. And then we basically just take over as the developer. Um, And so that's how right now we've we've been cutting our teeth with the new company and getting this thing off the ground. The ultimate goal would be to be doing that consultant work as well as continuing um, our own ground-up development projects, uh, multifamily, mixed-use, retail.
0: Um, Any trends you're noticing in your industry right now? I'm sorry? Any trends that you're noticing in your industry right now? I mean,
1: yeah, uh, the trends, right? They they, they change every week, but ultimately I think this whole mixed-use, walkability, transit-oriented, you know, reduced parking kind of idea, this really live-work, play space has become prevalent in our society and I think it's extremely important to the future of our society as, as being responsible developers and businessmen. I, I you know, one of the things that was really important to Brian and I is is, you know, community, um, communication and the collaboration. And something that I noticed from my predecessors is that sometimes there's a really extremely hard path to development through community and and those kinds of things. And I think what really struck me when I jumped into this business was what if there's an easier way, what if there's a way that we can work with the community where they don't always hate hate the developer, but they actually embrace what we're doing and, and, and welcome it. And so I think we're moving in that direction with this mixed use, um, you know, kind of live, work, play idea. And I, I think it's, I think that's probably the greatest trend. And I think it's a, an important trend. I think we should keep on that because ultimately it, it'd be nice to not have to drive everywhere and just have, you know, your, your ability to live, work and play all on, on one, on one space.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of that whole movement and I've just seen what it's done in a lot of different areas and it's just it's just you're right, I don't I don't I, I drive um only on the weekend usually but uh but um that being said, everything's pretty close in terms of my walkability. Um that but right. um I think it's just uh it's just the wave of the future and the more the more of these developments that come in I think the better in terms of versus the old model, everything's spread out. Um well that's yeah. awesome. So yeah. So if somebody's listening, uh, I was going to say, we get on the okay. same,
1: oh, sorry, go on.
0: No, what are you saying?
1: Oh, uh, I was going to say, yeah, you know, I have these conversations uh, daily now where I'm walking in the community and people around my neighborhoods that I, that I work or live in, you know, ask me, hey, what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And I, you know, everyone's really afraid of what's going to happen to cars and parking and where's the crowds going to go if, if, you know, they're reducing the parking and such. And I, You know, I think that it's important to face that head on and have people understand that like, look, we are going to be a little bit uncomfortable at first, but we have to also make these sacrifices because right now, like there's a lot of infrastructure changing over in our cities. And we all know that it takes 10, 20, 30 years to get back around on that cycle where they're going to redo that infrastructure. And so if we don't start this now, I mean, we have to think about our kids, kids, our grandkids, and what they're going to be doing. Because if we don't start building that infrastructure now where we're all a little bit uncomfortable, it's just, then it's never going to happen. And we can't keep pushing the buck down the street. And I think that's something that people, you know, sometimes it's hard to swallow, but I've been, a lot of people have been receptive to that kind of, that push
0: on it. It's like, look, I mean, this is kind of our responsibility at this point, now that we have the opportunity. Hmm. So if somebody's listening to this, Mark, and they want more uh, info on Meraki Pacific, what's the best way for them to reach out?
1: So right now um, we have – the website is almost up by the time this is up. Hopefully it is. It's uh, merakipacific.com. That's M-E-R-A-K-I Pacific, like the ocean, dot com. And then you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn. That's Mark Gould, M-A-R-C. G O U L D, and that's uh, Meraki Pacific as well, or Bree Wong, B-R-E-W-O-N-G, um, or shoot
0: us an email, and my email is mark, M-A-R-C, at Meraki Pacific.com. All right. Well, hey, Mark, I really appreciate you coming on the show um, and sharing your tips to success and to the listeners, as always. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. Really appreciate it. And, uh, Mark, thanks again for coming to the show.